and welcome to our Fanatical Elves Network. And we are talking the 53-man roster. The Browns made their final, uh, or for today, they made their picks to get down to their selections to get down the uh, 53-man roster. And we've got the whole crew here tonight. We got Steve Gill. We got the Elliot, the Village Elliot, and Joel Cade. We, they've all joined in. We are the contributors of the Fanatical Elves Network. We love having these guys. They, they all have their own shows. So we're going to talk about this 53-man roster tonight. Uh, if you were with us last night, thank you again if you follow along on the Fanatical Elves, Apple, Spotify. Elliot and I had a great show last night where we honored the memorial of Cade, a one Cade York, who is no longer with the team. So let's get into this 53 man roster. There were some players that I know we talked about off air that some of us are surprised by others are not. And I want all of your takes. So I'm just going to open the floor to anybody who'd like to begin and uh, we'll go from there. I got a quick one. The Browns should never draft a guy with my last name as their first name ever again, <laughs> ever <laughs> Stop it. I kept Stop thinking it. about that when I was writing my article the other day. That, you know, yeah, you're, you are Cade. Like, I, you know, we need to be, ta- you know, that's kind of My bad. last name is Cade. It's not first name. The stupid Bears drafted Cade McNown when I was in college. And, like, all my college friends started calling me Cade. Like, not my friends, but, like, my acquaintances. Because they thought my first name was Cade. Did you tell them that? Stupid. Did you tell them you, you were the killer? Mm. That, you, that your nickname in high school was the killer? You know, oh, that's kind of a, okay. That's the ones dangerous. who knew me, the ones who knew me, you knew woke up dangerous, do feeling dangerous. Okay, I'm sorry. The, the, I was pretty popular on campus in college. I was on I think... console and all that stuff, but some of the fringe thought my first name was Cade, and I just had to go straighten them out. Now I okay. think Austin Watkins got wow. cut because he was wearing number eighty, the former number of a one Jarvis Landry. That's why <laughs> I think the Browns cut. They got mm. mistaken and thought he was Jarvis. Okay, keep going. Whoever wants to talk. Austin Watkins is an upgrade to he's an upgrade to Jarvis Landry. Come on. You know, I was initially I was very bent out of shape and I was going to go on a rant about cutting the NFL receiving yards leader for the (laughs) NFL preseason. Not the Browns leader, but the NFL's leading receiver for the preseason. Um, But then I thought, you know, I'm going to look this up and find out what happened in the recent past. Yes. And so I looked up what happened in 2022. And um, so I look, I'm up, just amazed that you found this information. I just, this well, is great. I'm not. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it turns out it's available on Fox sports if you dig deep enough. But anyway, there was a guy named Lance McCutcheon who was the uh, receiving leader for the NFL for the LA Rams. And he had 259 receiving uh, yards, much like our guy. And then what happened in the regular season? Well, he didn't actually have very many yards at all. He didn't have any yards. And uh, then the next guy was Andy Isabella, who was a respected veteran. He had yards in the past, but he did not have a good year in uh, 2022. In fact, let me just look it up. Did he play for the hated Baltimore Ravens? Yes, he did. But we got to have some hate for them. And got to get some hate. Ravens hate. Okay. Oh, wait a minute. Actually, no, I take that back. I take that back. He he played for the Cardinals. Yeah, he he got he played two games for Baltimore and he played three games for Arizona. And he had 21 receiving yards last season. So he did not have a great year. Wow. Okay, so 21 yards and zero yards. That's not doing so good. And then the number three Almost like Jerome Jerome Ford's handoffs and running to 12 yards. Total carries. Hey, hey, how many fumbles did the guy have? Wait a minute. The number three guy was Tim Jones. 
And Tim had had 30 yards on three receptions. And uh, he played. Who was that singer that was named Jones? Who was the famous Tommy Jones? But this is a Tim Tim Jones. Jones. It was Tim Jones. The name Tom ain't unusual. Okay. Well, Tim had 30 yards. Yes, somebody got it. Yes, I got it. Okay, and then the number four guy was a fellow named Kendrick Pryor, who played for Jacksonville, and he also had Not zero Richard yards. Pryor. Okay, I so have a question. The conclusion right. is is that yeah. the yardage in preseason does not mean anything. It doesn't it mean does anything. Not. So I think you know. Let's hold but on. I'm still, I'm still on pissed that. off. But okay. 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 Now, hold, on, Steve, hold on. Steve. Hold on. Steve. I want to. I want to hear from Steve. Uh, okay, Joel. Joel first. Yeah. All right, look. 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 Preseason yards from wide receivers is just as valuable as preseason wins by the Baltimore Ravens. It means nothing. How many games did they win? Like 25,000 in a row? Who cares? Does it matter? <laughs> what did I what did I tell you about uh number one rankings in the preseason? It's like a beauty contest for mispersonality. I mean, come on. Uh it Austin Watkins. He did yeah. not play special teams. So his role would have been wide yes. receiver number six or seven. He more than likely would have been inactive on game days. So what's the point of giving up a roster spot? Simple. Yes. Yes. Well, I, I you know, and the thing about Austin Watkins, if we're sticking on that topic real quick, and, you know, doing the research, and all of you guys have done this, I mean, going back, he hasn't had a good track record since – um you know, he got into this stage of his career, the professional career. He's 25. He, he's 25. He played for a practice season a training camp with, was it Tampa Bay? No. Um, yes. I think it was. Tampa Bay. San Francisco. Tampa Bay. And then he went to Saskatchewan for basically, he was up in Saskatchewan for like a weekend. I, I was <laughs> trying, you know, he was there for like three days. Well. I hope um, he enjoyed himself. Yeah, I was like, "Where is Saskatchewan? I mean, what city in Canada is that?" It's anyway. Yeah, um, did he hit a few so, bars? Maybe. Yeah. So Austin. So Austin Watkins was a real popular. I wrote an article for Fans First, actually, that's coming out after this podcast about uh, the fifty-three man roster, and I mentioned how many fans that like have followed the Browns have been happy that he caught, you know, sixteen passes for two hundred and fifty some yards and had a great game against Philly. Uh, but he's not with the team. Now, the Browns might try to bring him back. I suspect that there will be another team uh, that needs a wide receiver and that he will not. But there are some players who were cut, uh, including Dunn and including Maurice Hurst. Both who, will be back. Both will sound like they'll be back because they're veterans. And the way the whole thing works, that once the Browns put a person like a linebacker, like Jordan, kind I can't even pronounce his last name. Kanashi. Kanashi. When they and, put him uh, on Alex IR Wright. and Alex right, Wright. then they can bring those two guys back. Um, so they'll probably manage to be on that 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 squad. So there's going to be still a lot of maneuvers. So I just want to continue, you know, other moves. You know, those are a couple moves that I saw. The You know, two players that we've talked about many times over this these podcasts, Anthony Schwartz, I know you're all really sad about that, and Demetric Felton, who this was the sixth-round pick out of UCLA a couple years back. They played him a ton in preseason, but you just never got the sense that they were he was going to get a spot with Elijah Moore on the team now. Uh, so some of the, those are some of the topics. Um, anybody? I want to bust topic <laughs> right now. 
Uh-oh. I want I want to know why John Kelly Jr. keeps coming back to Brown's camp. I, I just I want to figure this out. Like, is he trying to bolster his preseason Hall of Fame numbers? Like, he comes in, gets a ton of carries, and gets cut every year. Yeah. Why does he come back? Well, I mean, you got to figure. I don't know. Have have we looked at contracts for him and how that works for these guys that come in? I mean, they've got to be making a pretty good chunk of change. Um, no, I'm I'm being no. rhetorical. Like he like. Not really. Like it's like it's off the thing of Demetri Felton, right? Felton's a six-round pick. The Browns trade for this guy, Pierre Strong, Strong Jr. He makes the team, and these people who've been in camp all the time don't make the team. Now, I will stand up for Pierre because I talked to Elliot about this last night on our show. Pierre Strong is I, I liked the kid a year ago, and I thought the Browns good. were. I thought the Browns would pick him up instead of Jerome Ford. So he was picked before Jerome Ford. He was right, <laughs> and I was disappointed. He was a jackrabbit out of South Dakota State, and I I think it's a great move. I think that you can't go wrong with that. I think he uh, it was a solid pick. I mean, the Patriots were the ones who picked him up. Bill Belichick. I I mean, I agree, that, uh, Joel. I understand these guys. You know, they spend the whole camp with the 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 team, and then they get you know, yanked off of it at the end, but, uh, I mean, I'm being rhetorical. I understand why he's back, but okay. He's hoping somebody would pick him up at some point, even if it's not the Browns, but I get it. But like, maybe you should just sign with a different team to maybe have a chance to make the roster. Oh, let me ask you this. Can we look look at Dearness Johnson? Did anybody hear about him today? Jacksonville Jaguars. Did he make the final cut with them? I have not seen it. I'll let, I'll let you know in just a minute. I, I will tell you this. I think Jarvis Landry is still a free agent. And you know who else is? <laughs> I hear his number's <laughs> open. Kareem, guys, Kareem Hunt. Now that they put Jonathan yeah. Taylor on the four-week, um, well, he's going to go somewhere else. But Yeah, Dearness Johnson, is, is, as far as we know, is still on the team. Okay. Jacksonville, yes. Good. One of my favorite past Browns. You know, Pierre Strong, speaking of which, he did have one nice game, Joel, against the Cardinals. He had five carries for 70 yards, then included a 44-yard burst and a three-yard touchdown score in that game. Uh, it was one game out in the desert. But um, I guess my only question about Pierre Strong is, is can he return kicks? Uh, he did in college, but not mm-hmm. that There we go. I'm just trying to figure out, because the Bengals decided that they were yes, going to cut their kick this. returner, Trent Taylor, who yeah. averaged like, 20 yards of return. Right. So I think, uh, I'm thinking, you know, the Browns are carrying six wide receivers, which I think is, yes. And, uh, I, I think, uh, maybe we should cut one of these linebackers and, uh, pick up Trent. Yeah. They have seven linebackers, which is why are they carrying seven linebackers? Okay. Well, the connect, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, it's going to go on uh, our, yeah, it's going to go to IR and it's either going to be Hurst or, or done. And do the Browns typically, Carry like I think they've they're got eleven or thirteen cornerback eleven in the secondary eleven they safeties. usually carry okay. ten five and five five safeties five corners mm-hmm. but they have an extra one Any what about um okay um I yeah just, let's talk I just want to know who's going to return kicks who's returning kicks? me too. Good question. How about Ronnie Hickman? Let's let Ronnie Hickman go. Well, 
Yeah, no, I was going to say, I think that there's there's a very good chance that they would sign somebody on the practice squad and give that guy a temporary promotion. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it could be Demetric Felton that returns kicks for the Browns. Uh, God, from the practice. Please, no. Please, no. I don't no. want to see that again. I, don't. I, I think the Browns should just go out there and, like, get Trent Taylor and just let, let's move on with life. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I agree. So let me ask you this. The Browns picked up their uh, field goal kicker yesterday in, in uh, Dustin Hopkins, but today the New England Patriots cut Nick Foltz. No, they traded him. They traded him. That's right. Yeah, they they like traded three him. For, a, for a 2025 seventh round draft pick, just like the Browns. If traded. the Browns had just waited one day, they could have brought in Nick Foltz. Not that, I mean, uh, I'd rather have okay. this guy. 84.4% okay. accuracy. I'll yeah, but, you know, you're also have to get to about the 25 before you can make a field goal attempt because his 50-50, like over 50 yards is like 50-50. So he's not going to be kicking long field goals. His no. percentage over 40 yards is okay, but not it's great. It's decent, yeah. He's going to have – Yeah, but he's be... good on uh, – he's only missed two game-winning kicks in the last two minutes in overtime, and one of those was a 62-yarder. Unlike Jay York, who's done two for two. Pressure, pressure, I like pressure, that pressure. take. Good take right there from Steve Gill, man. He's bringing it today. He's got this it. Con- this is in contrast to Cade York, who's blown two games in two preseason weeks. I mean, if he was on the Ravens, he'd never see the light of day again. <laughs> well, we talked about Jason. What is it? I love Jason my Tucker kickers. Last night, well, Elliot, you and Come I were on, talking man. about Tucker, the, uh, the, the greatest Baltimore Raven of all time, right? Well, I think he's one of the best kickers of all time. There's no question about it. And we have, you know, I was really objecting to Browns fans that were comparing our guy to Tucker. I thought that was completely off the wall. And, um, I, you know, I took a, a lot of uh, personal grief from uh, our beloved Browns fans over that. And I take that with, a, you know, a little bit of humor. Um, yes. Uh, frankly, fans, I was right and you were wrong. Uh, he's not... <laughs> Our guy was not Justin Tucker. They did not cut Justin Tucker after his rookie season. Now, I think, you know, there's a chance that we could uh, sign him to the practice squad, and it might make sense in certain days to uh, promote him as a temporary second kicker. And the way that you might use him is that if you had a desperation situation where you had the opportunity to kick a 60-yard field goal, you might let him – take a yeah. shot at it yeah and uh, elliot how do you say that with a straight face i want to know because our guy can't kick 60 yard field goals oh neither can Cade york so why yeah, why can. are we interested well, he can he, kick okay have you watched him kick a 60 yard i mean <laughs> like of, yeah he's done it he, he's gonna low drive he it it's gonna get game. blocked he it's, won it's, a game by like a hundred years ago <laughs> All right, so let me ask you this. Before. Let me let me go through this. I just want to go through. I think you could possibly rehabilitate the lad. You know, I'm not saying it's. I'm saying it's not out of the question. We're going to come back and talk about Cade later. Can't be the regular kicker. That's what I'm saying. Cade I want to go through. Be... Elliot, I want to go through this list of cuts. Some of the the, the names on here, and I just want to get your evaluation from all of you guys. Um, I know Steve. I'll mention this first thing: Jalen Darden, the wide receiver. Demetric Felton didn't play. Um, uh, we've got uh, the safety Tanner McAllister. I believe he was a former Buckeye. He'll get uh, picked up by somebody. Tight end Zare Mitchell Payton. 
I, yeah. um, the defensive yeah, end, I want, I Lonnie. Want, I like that guy. I want him on the practice squad. I think. I think he's a practice I'd, squad guy. Yeah. I'd rather have tight okay. ends than wide receivers. Thank you very much. We are understaffed at tight end. <laughs> defensive tackle, Tommy Togiai. I love him. What yeah. we need to have. He was the odd man out. I mean, I think yep. I back in April said he was the odd man out. Like mm-hmm. Shelby Harris was uh, that when they signed him. Yeah, yeah. we were overstaffed by position, so we didn't have a slot for him. But I think he can play. Uh, yes. Okay. I'm. We're gonna keep talking about this roster. We're gonna pause for a quick break here on the Fanatical Owls Network. We're talking about the 53 man roster today. We will be right back, everybody. We're going to pause for those commercials. All right, we're back. We're back on the Fanatical Elves Network, and I want to share something. This is a great contest. We're going to talk about the Fanatical Elves, or not the Fanatical, the Fans First Sports uh, Contest. We've been talking about it all week here on the Fanatical Elves Network and across um, – all of the platforms that are part of Fans First. Are you a great... fan of an NFL team? Are you? Yeah. Are you a fan? <laughs> are you guys a fans? You are, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. Well, this contest, you go to contest uh, uh, dot fans first sports dot com. com and you go there and you sign up, you register, and you are in the drawing for four free tickets to any NFL game um, on week, week in one. week one. Like in less than two weeks, up to a $5,000 value, they're going to pull the name of the winner later this week, I believe September 4th, over this Labor Day weekend. Well, they'll probably have the announcement that day or the next day on September 5th. So if you want to enter, go to contest.fansforsports.com and enter for four free tickets. It's an awesome deal. We can't do that here at the Fanatical Elves Network because we're not rich yet, but they can do it at Fans First Sports Network, and we would love for you to win and be a Brown fan and be able to go to the Browns versus uh, Cincinnati Bengals game against Joe Schmo in Week One. So go do that. So what are you What are you waiting for? Do it right after this show. Yes. Do it. Go for it. All right. Anything else that we're, uh, you know, some of the, the the various moves. I know a lot of people have talked today about Ronnie Hickman. There were two undrafted free agents. The Browns picked up Ronnie Hickman and our linebacker, which I'm gonna, I'm not going to pronounce the name. I'm gonna let one of you guys. Diabetes. And they are both now in the final fifty. This uh, version of the fifty-three man roster. Very exciting. Um, I'm writing about those two in my next one of my next articles from Northeast Sports Insiders, and uh, I wanted your evaluations on those players. Uh, we can just go around the room, Steve. Well, you want to start? They deserved it. I'll just it. They played themselves onto the roster. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. Uh, Diabete is uh, he's all over the place. He's not really good in in space, but. He's, you can already see he recognizes the game. Um, uh, he's fast to the ball, and that's that's Jim Schwartz, the type of linebacker right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like they were talking about him in the uh, last preseason game when they had, was it Paul Disbonato or whatever his name? <laughs> Paul, Paul, Paul Deed Podesta? Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Paul Desperado? <laughs> Desperado? <laughs> Sorry. Oh man. (laughs) This is the fanatical house network. And I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm screwing this up. Um, 
So, yeah, they were talking about it during the game and how he did fit into that system for uh, Jim Schwartz. I'm going to let you guys talk. I'm going to put me on uh, mute here. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll tell you what I, I was going to say is that um, we tend to really like the wide receivers because we hear their name called a lot during the game. And uh, it's always appalling to hear that we've cut a wide receiver. But if they were really that good, we would make a trade and get something in return. If we have a roster problem, which is what we had, there are six guys on the team that we think are very, very good. We thought about having seven. Yeah. Maybe we would have gone that way. But if these receivers were really that good, we would have traded for a tight end or a running back because we're understaffed. Three running backs is not enough. We really would like to have somebody that can return kicks. And we could have used another tight end because we still like to run the two tight end formation a lot. Mm. And we also like to have a fullback. We're using tight ends like fullbacks, Mm -hmm. at least in the preseason. Jack Duffin um, spoke. He put out a stat earlier today about our wide receiver, David Bell. I don't know if any of you saw that on um, the X. I did. But David Bell um, was one of the best against one-on-one matchups. Uh, he had a lot, like 120 matchups in one-on-one situations last season, and he caught or he got open 40, what 45 percent of the time. He gets open, yes. Yeah. So yeah, that's, he doesn't make a lot of yards, but he gets open and he yeah. catches it if you throw it at him. I think that was one of the complaints about Austin Watkins. Some people were saying that Watkins was really wasn't getting open as much as, and he was going against second and third teamers in preseason. So I think that's the major complaint is that in preseason, you can't get too fired up about what happens against the second and third teams. uh, And they're not playing really the best defensive formations that they have. Um. Yeah. So, yeah, you can't get too worked up about second half and third quarter, fourth quarter performances. Yeah. But I think he will catch on. He'll be playing in the NFL in some form or fashion. It just seems, yeah, the uh, whole system, like, you know, just, and uh, I know, Joel, you can speak. I know you've, you know, we've talked about this part with their defense. It just seemed like, even though the Browns were playing against, I, I get that, they were playing against second, third teamers against the Chiefs the other day. It just seemed that it's for a preseason game, especially that beginning of the game, and these guys know they're only going to play a series or two. They were really engaged, and it just seemed like they were really honing in more so than other Browns teams we've watched over the years. So I'm, I think the fan base is super excited to see exactly are we going to get two or three turnovers? Are we going to return to that time when we 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 controlled the turnover ratio? I think we had that back in 2020. Um, so. I just think it, it just seemed different watching it. it, it it's got me excited. Right, but I, I get excited the, about a lot of things. Part of the double gap scheme requires that people run to the football. All right. If you get into a single gap scheme, you're going upfield into a gap. Talking about linemen, right? Yeah. So when you get a double gap scheme, your idea is to engage, read, react, and run to the football. You know, so that's a that's a change from get into the gap and just go upfield. So when you're going upfield, you're just trying to disrupt. You're not trying to gang tackle or swarm tackle. So what we're seeing differently is that you have 11 guys running to the football because that's mm-hmm. how that defense works. If you don't have 11 guys running the football, it's not going to work. If you watch, say, the Jets, their defense, or the 49ers, 
they have people running upfield and not everyone's running to the football because that's not the way that defense works. So I think what we're seeing is a lot of swarming to the football, you know, and I think that's a byproduct of that style of defense, which I personally enjoy watching. And I think fans are going to enjoy watching it too. Yeah, absolutely. Good, 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 good take. I did want to jump on this uh, Diabate. Is that how you say his name? Yeah. Is he pretty good? Runs a four, (laughs) runs a four, five, one forty. That's what I'm excited for. He runs runs fast. Oh, okay. He runs you know fast. Who I'm really excited about is Martin Emerson. I no one's talking about this kid Martin Emerson in his second year. This kid is going to take off. I can't wait to see what he does in this defense this year. I just can't wait. Yeah, I'll tell you the, one of the things that I'm very interested in is you, you know we always get excited about the preseason and talk about man our organization is so 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 deep this year. Yeah, and we said that about the 2017 Browns that went uh, 0 and 17 or 0 and 16. I mean, but I don't uh, think we did, Elliot. But uh, well, some people. I don't did. think we said that. We didn't, but some people did. I but, didn't. Um, <laughs> one of the things that will be very interesting to find out is how many Browns get claimed on waivers. Good point. And I don't know how many it will be. I think there will be some, maybe two, maybe three. Yeah, then that would be a good sign that says, "Oh, we are." Is there somewhere people. that we can monitor that? Anybody know if there's a spot where uh, online where we can monitor where the those players oh. that have been waived? It's called they, Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's yeah, called we'll, X. We'll, we'll we'll figure it out for you. Just keep on watching our show, and we'll tell you all about it. Watch well, we're really excited. I know this week, and I know we're gonna we're gonna be leaving here in a few minutes. But again, yeah, this let, week, let me say one yeah, thing. yeah, Elliot, yep, that, yeah, yeah. Oh, I wasn't this, done. This 53-player roster is not the final 53-player roster because the Browns are probably going to claim some players off of waivers also. Yeah. And right now, the roster is a little bit uh, um, unbalanced. There's still yeah. room to add a running back. Mm-hmm. There's really – Wide maybe, receiver. Uh, yeah, no. no, we have the right number of wide receivers, actually. We yeah, probably six. could use an extra tight end, perhaps – there's probably a shortage of offensive linemen. You'd maybe like to have 10 if you could. Need another guard. <laughs> um, possibly, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we have uh, maybe one more linebacker than we really uh, need. Mm. W- one more uh, uh, safety than we actually need. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so we can we can – Kind of yeah. move things around a little bit. Well, now, Joel, you and Elliot are going to be doing – do you have your Browniacs later on this week? Is that – Yeah, that'll that? be tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. All right, and, and and I just finished What the Elf Was That, where we Ooh. talked about all these issues and all my We're going to push that. Ooh. I think we'll have that pushed out first thing tomorrow. We'll have that for the fans. Um, and then um, you're going to do the Browniacs. Steve, you got any more shows coming up? I know we just – you just did the Dog Pound South – Really good. I tell you, those fans outside of Cleveland are listening to your show, Steve. Good. They are listening, they and you're getting a following. So I love I it. I got my uh, got my email uh, today from the Middle Tennessee Browns Packers. Mm. Another year, excellent. Uh, in the same location. Uh, now, looking forward a, to it. As a uh, season ticket holder here in Cleveland, they are supposed to be giving us uh, earlier in the spring that we they were going to order us uh, starter jackets. 
um, as the, our gift. So wow. that would be a little bit nicer than the uh, painter hat, $3 painter hats <laughs> that I have located up here. I went on a rant the other day. I don't know if you heard me on my one show. We talked about how the Kansas City Chiefs season ticket holders received $200 um, really nice paperweights that were looked in the shape of the actual uh, Super Bowl ring. Um, it's a paperweight, but it's a $200 paperweight. And a little bit, uh, you know, the Browns have done some nice things in the past. When I started being a season ticket holder, we got some nice um, coolers, like insulated coolers that you could uh, put multiple things in and drinks and foods and stuff. Uh, your so, soft drinks and sandwiches? Yes. Yes, my <laughs> soft drinks and sandwiches. <laughs> anyway, um, so we got to grab all these. What do you want? Uh, do, you want a, do you want a $10 doorstop? Is no. that what you're looking for here? <laughs> I'm excited about getting this starter jacket. That's all. I just wanted to mention that I'm getting a starter jacket. Uh, Joel, you just look like rubbing it, just rubbing it in. No, yeah. I, I got something I want to say before we jump off. I don't know if we're getting to the wrap up piece, but I just want to take this opportunity to rub it in everyone's face that I told you so when it comes to Jordan Elliott. Everybody thought, let's cut Jordan Elliott. Let's cut Jordan Elliott. Let's cut Jordan Elliott. And all he's done is gone out there and be on the first team, which he may or may not stay on the first team. He's gone out there. He's balled out in preseason. He's balled out in camp. He stayed yeah. on the first team. Yeah. He's finally had a chance what? to use his skill set, and he has proven his worth. Okay. So, so Joel, in your face, me, everybody. Joel, why did they <laughs> use him so much in the preseason? A lot of people thought that they were using him because – that he wouldn't be with the team and they just wanted the, him to use up a spot. Why, why was that? Like he was one of the few starters from the past that they actually played in the preseason games more than some of the other starters. Why do you think well, that was? Because he came into the NFL with a certain skill set. Then you try to teach him something completely different for his whole NFL career. Mm. He's going to need some time to get back to what he's doing. So the more reps you can get him, the better. Second of all, I mean, defensive tackle was a competition. Yeah. It's it's not like it wasn't, right? Yeah. You, I mean, yeah. Jordan Elliott's NFL comparison coming out of the draft was Maurice Hurst, and he's on mm -hmm. the roster. Mm -hmm. So there's a battle going on for that tackle yeah. position. And I, I think now he was released. Jordan Elliott Hurst, won that. Hurst was uh, be released, back. but he'll be back. He'll be um, back. What about Denzel? Which, I know. Let me stay on that. Let me yeah. stay on that. Okay. We should tell you what the Browns are looking for and their three technique as a defensive lineman. You've basically got two people who do the exact same thing. You know, one guy coming out of Michigan, they were in a double gap scheme when he was there and he was really mm -hmm. dominant. Jordan Elliott was dominant at Missouri when he ran that same scheme. So I should tell you what they're looking for in linemen, big body guys who are agile and quick first steps. Okay. Yeah. Well, Hurst might wind up with another team. I think um, not unless they got a wink, wink, nod, nod deal with them. So, Okay. Well, oh, he's a veteran, so he can't really be claimed. He can sit back and wait. Mm -hmm. So, speaking of waiting, are we gonna? How long are we waiting for Denzel Ward? Where are we at with him? Or is he? What is this concussion number eight? Four, I, I, five. It's probably that's four, four or five that we know of. But you go back, and we don't know how many he had in college or high school. I'm just. Really, I've never Thank been. God they big, drafted Martin yeah. Emerson, <laughs> but Elliot, but Elliot looked at his contract last night. We were talking about Denzel a little bit, oh. especially in off air, and that contract is a stickler, um, right? Elliot, we were oh, saying, yeah. yeah, it would be. It's impossible to uh, simply release him. 
that's not going to happen. He's yeah. uh, going to be a Cleveland Brown for at least the next two years, and it's big dollars the next two years. Yeah, it's a big chunk uh, of change up front. So yeah, yeah, I think he's. I think they really have to be smart about it. Um, I don't like to play doctor and tell how to manage a concussion, but you might suspect mm-hmm. that uh, it would be prudent to wait a long time before you use him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. There's yeah. no rush. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, um, final, final takes tonight. I know we've covered a lot. We've talked about a lot of different players. I, this is great. They have the whole crew here. Fanatica Elves Network, we are growing by leaps and bounds. This is our second straight month where we have passed, surpassed our downloads from the previous month. And we're, as we're getting into the season, folks, that's just awesome news. And we love the fact that you're spreading the word. I talk to people every day about our network. I'm at an, in a new school and get to share out what we do what we do here. And if you love the Browns, you love to follow us. I know we're a bunch of old guys that uh, you know talk Browns, but we got some youth here too, a little bit. I think Joel's probably the youngest of the of the crew, maybe. I know, but but we got <laughs> but we got younger, but we got some younger youth coming on board too. So we've got another young guy that we've talked about here who's younger joined us. Youth? Um, I'm sorry, a younger guy named Sam. Some of us know Sam, the podcaster from uh, Arlington, Texas. He will. Um, he's going to be continuing to help with our podcasting. He's going to bring his podcast to our network starting during the season. So we're excited. He breaks down the Browns. Young, what is he, 15 or 16-year-old young man uh, just getting into the podcasting world. So thanks again. I got a pair of shorts older than him. Yeah, final. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Final. Anybody have final words before? I mean, that that's a pretty good way to end the show. But you know, I have uh, I have a final thought. Jalen Smith of Notre Dame has mm-hmm. been cut. I think the Browns should take a look. There you go. All right. Now there was one other name that Dog Pound Daily, our our sergeant in chief uh, at Dog Pound Daily, mentioned today. I think it was Trey Sermon, the former Buckeye. Yeah, he got Eagles. he got. Uh... Yeah, he got cut as well. Could Can he, he be catch? <laughs> oh, and also, the there, Kareem Hunt is still out there. I'm hearing that Indianapolis Colts. Shocker! Are... <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> Running back who's lost a step still available to be signed. Uh, that's right. <laughs> Hey, everybody. Thanks for following us here on the Fanatical Elves Network. We will catch up with you next time. Tune in. We got shows. We got uh, this week. What the Elf Was That is going to be coming out tomorrow, maybe even tonight. I'm going to talk to you, Joel, off air here um, because we've got – we also have Rod Bloom with the Browns Blitz. They did a special show tonight as well. So we are bringing you guys info. We're bringing you entertainment. You can't miss a beat. If you follow us, subscribe on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Bam, you're hearing us all day long. It's great stuff. Have a and good like night. I, and like I uh, like I say to all you out-of-town Browns fans, if you're going to sign up to an NFL ticket on YouTube, subscribe. It's easy. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Happy Browns Day. Uh, happy 53-man roster day. We'll catch up next time. Go Browns! Go Browns. Go Browns. Go Browns. Go Browns. Here we go, brownies. Here we go. Woof, woof, woof.